Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Is Roderick Strong leaving the undisputed era? Say it isn't so, I am El Fakador Laurie Blake, this is Chopper Pete Quinnell, and monitoring, monitoring the comments is Randy Andy Datsun from WrestleTalk.com, and he's being overseen <laughs> by a rogue Ollie Davis. This is actually a, an unusual dream of mine uh, from last night. Uh, but yeah, no, catch WrestleTalk.com, all the news updates, all lots of fun lists and things like that. So uh, catch that every day. That's WrestleTalk.com. Back to the studio. He snuck in an unpracticed plug there. How, <laughs> how dare he? But anyway, on to the what main topic, because the NXT following NXT TakeOver New York was... Oh, we, we should uh, probably say, by the way, Luke isn't here. Uh, I'm here instead, because Luke is off. Interrupt Sorry. him. Yeah, Luke, Luke's having a day off, because he's yeah. been live streaming for five days straight. Yeah, so. Luke, he, he deserves a day off, so I'm, <laughs> I'm here instead. Sorry. If um, it goes wrong, that's why, because we have no idea what we're doing. Yes, pretty much. Anywho, sorry, Anywho, yeah, you were so, saying. So the NXT after NXT TakeOver New York is usually a collection of recap packages and matches that were on the pre-show mm-hmm. of NXT TakeOver. Therefore, we have picked on the smallest <laughs> moment to talk about uh, from the show, which is there was a backstage clip of Adam Cole post-NXT TakeOver New York having a bit of a hissy fit because mm. his mates didn't help him win the title from Johnny Gargano, who won it. Two out of three falls. Mm. Yeah, he was not a happy, but not a happy chappy to say the least. Um, yeah, he comes to the backstage and the four of them are all disagreeing. Like, oh man, I thought you had that, and he was like, I totally had that. Like, my God, how could you not see that I had mm-hmm. that? And then he specifically, he, he's we've seen it before where he'll just get upset at not winning the title. That's something. But this time, he specifically turns to Roderick Strong and says, Hey, Roddy, specifically, what what do you think you were doing? Yeah, and why then, was he picking on Roddy? I don't know. Like, Roddy was the first guy to come out who initiated the whole Yeah, so he, he jumped on the... So Roddy jumps up onto the apron during that match and yes. caused the distraction that allowed O'Reilly to break up the Gargano mm-hmm. escape, exactly. which was where Adam Cole was tapping, but mm-hmm. the referee didn't see. So actually, Roddy was the one yeah. who did the work. <laughs> exactly. Roddy, Roddy the was work. the good guy yeah. here. Yeah, which made... Which was interesting. Um, and then after he has a go at Roddy, Roddy's like, hey, man, what? 
Mm-hmm. And then Cole and sees a cameraman filming them and he says, hey, stop recording. And then it just cuts out. Yes. So this is like one of the first. There's been hints of uh, dissension in the ranks mm. amongst the undisputed era before, but they always tend to, on camera, provide a united front. They're meant to be, yeah. you know, they are their sort of special group and they're going to take over NXT as far as they're concerned. This is kind of the first time where WWE seems to be really pushing the idea that a breakup or at least someone splintering off could be happening. And it looks like it's going to be last one in, first one out with <laughs> Roderick Strong. Um, yeah. What would you, How would you feel about that? Do you want that to happen? Heartbroken, oh. I think. No, it, it would be awful. I mean, The beginning of heartache. <laughs> I mean, the trio, when they originally debuted were a fantastic trio, and mm-hmm. I'm not taking that away. If Roderick Strong were to leave Undisputed Era, they would still be amazing, because they're still a fantastic trio. But I think as a four, they're even better. Yes. Uh, so I wouldn't like it, because Undisputed Era are one of the best things NXT has ever had, and I think messing with that golden formula that they have of the four of them is misguided, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um there's several ways it could go, though, because it might not be just Roddy leaving. There was also rumors of uh, Shafir joining the Undisputed mm-hmm. Era before. And, of course, Shafir is the wife of Roderick Strong. Maybe she so, pushes him out. Yeah, maybe she replaces Strong. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but I wear the trousers <laughs> in this relationship, Roddy. <laughs> uh, but it could be something like... Uh, Strong does end up excommunicating from ERA and he forms this kind of like team with Shafir mm-hmm. while Duke goes up to the main roster or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the Undisputed or... Era Wolf Pack. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They start wearing uh, uh, black and red instead. Mm. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, or it could be like Roddy is in the bad books with ERA and Shafir's the one that comes in and kind of saves them all. Yeah. And that's how she's inserted into the Undisputed Era. It could be that the whole group just dissolves into this is just the first step I and everything not. goes terribly wrong. And then they have Cole as a single star and maybe they have O'Reilly and Fisher's Red Dragon again. And yep. then they have Roddy as a single star again. I don't know. See, yeah, I am so much more. So I'm actually much more of the opinion that this could be a way to push Cole out. Yeah, that's like, fair. I know Cole yeah. is obviously the sort of the big ticket item of the Undisputed mm-hmm. Era. He's yeah. probably the most over man in NXT yeah. <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think by saying him, his name, pushing <laughs> him out. Yeah, by saying his own name <laughs> and then a ridiculous catchphrase. <laughs> but by pushing him out, pushing him out of the Undisputed Era, you could, you leave the sort of door open for him to go up to the main roster, mm-hmm. and for Roddy and Shafir, if she comes in, to sort of form the new backbone. Yeah of an Undisputed Era that can continue as an NXT-branded group as members begin to come in and out and take over the reins of running the Undisputed Era, almost like a Bullet Club kind of deal, Mm, where, you know, it doesn't have to be... It's only tied to these people who are running it. It's it's whoever happens to be there, and then you can have leadership disputes and people taking over Mm -hmm. and all that kind of fun stuff. Absolutely, yeah. This could also just be a way to give Adam Cole something to do, which isn't immediately go for the NXT Championship again. Yeah. I think that's the other big thing is because Johnny Gargano is going to have to have a few different challenges and we can't just always have, as, as good as the match was, <laughs> we can't just have Cole versus Gargano every week on that's, NXT yeah, or true. every takeover from now until forever because yeah. it will get stale at some point. Unfortunately, I yes. don't know how the unfo- Yeah, I don't know how soon, very far <laughs> in the future. But... um. I just, yeah, I don't, 
I don't want them to break up. No, and I don't know whether that's, that's just thing. me being selfish or yeah. whether that's like maybe there's you know because a few times before I didn't want DIY to break up, but when mm. they did, I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. So potentially them breaking up could be one of the greatest things, but I also feel like the clue is in the name with the Undisputed Era, and maybe they shouldn't have ever called themselves the Undisputed Era before they until they actually became like an mm. undisputed owning all the championships group. But that's what I've always wanted to see with them. I've always wanted to see them run NXT because if they don't do it in NXT, there's no way they're going to go up to the main roster and they're suddenly going to be like, we have all the championships because what stars have to align for that booking? <laughs> like they'll forget about they're doing that booking two weeks in and be like, oh no, he's lost the championship now. Yeah, We'll never get like, they'll be tag, they'll be tag team champions forever when they get to uh, the main roster just because they'll forget that the Raw tag titles <laughs> exist for a while. Again, the revival there in the back going, why do yeah. you always forget? <laughs> yeah, I just, I would really want to see them in NXT take over the whole brand because yeah. they could, with the, the level of storytelling that NXT manages to pull off, just take over the whole show and make it all about them for a good three month period between two takeovers and that could be a really really interesting thing yeah and the crowd response from NXT of having everything all mm -hmm. the storylines about Undisputed Era I think would be positive because like you said they're one of the most over groups in the history of ever and having more Undisputed Era is something everybody wants because mm. they're great so I think having then be the focus, the primary focus of kind of everything moving forwards would be amazing to have Cole in that NXT championship picture, although we just said probably not Cole against Gargano immediately, but whatever. Um, but then Cole you versus have like, Riddle, if Riddle is the next, you know, yeah, if, if you imagine like, Riddle might be the next challenger of Johnny Gargano's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Even if that was like a, a number one contendership kind of feud mm. that way, um, having that still be kind of main event level while not being the main event necessarily. But then you've got all the other pieces going on. And if Shafir does end up, or or even if they have like another uh, woman join... Another join the, one? Another one! Uh, they have someone else join the era, and they can take over the women's division as well. Mm -hmm. Maybe Shayna Baszler joins the Undisputed Era. That would be mental. Mm -hmm. um, I, she wouldn't I, fit. She's yeah, not, no. I, she's not jokes. I, I, <laughs> I, I now regret saying that immediately. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean I, they I teased think... Tainara Conti initially, <laughs> didn't they? Like in the when they first turned up, they teased yeah, that. So yeah, which was something. She's less jokes, <laughs> less jokes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think as many possibilities that they have going forwards with this dissension and potential breakups and storylines, none of them are as good as just keeping them together because they're just that good. And I just want to see them flourish and grow, mm. and that's it. I want to see them cement themselves as the dominant NXT force before some main roster call-up happens, if it ever happens. I, I want them to be that dominant unit before they move up because if they're not, they might run the risk of falling by the wayside on the main roster. I mean, they, yeah. there's a chance of that happening anyway, regardless. Um, but I think if they become that dominant force where they have all the storylines surrounding them, they're holding all the championships, it's kind of hard for Vince McMahon to look at that and just be like, eh, nah, not going to focus on that. Because they've been that force, taking over a mm -hmm. whole program for that long, it's something that he can't really ignore. That you, leaves you, you with that think. sort of that two options of what they're going to do, whether, whether the Undisputed Era grow themselves to the point where they're like, we are NXT now, mm. and whether then that whole unit moves up to the main roster and then they have to deal with that kind of influx of this sort of hostile takeover style group 
just turning up on the doorstep being like, hi, we're, gonna, we're here for all your championships. Or whether it's, you know, it, it's the more the Bullet Club thing and it's a NXT-only mm. brand yeah. that people come in and out of. I wouldn't mind either way. Yeah. But I, I kind of want to see the group... They've had a bad year. Like they've, they've had a not, really yeah, bad year. They've not lost, great. They lost the tag belts. They haven't won the NXT Championship. Mm-hmm. Maybe Roddy wins the North American Championship somewhere down the line. It's like, see, see, <laughs> I am the good one. I don't know, but like, I, I think we need to start doing something with the Undisputed Era that isn't just them having amazing matches and getting nowhere. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that that's the main thing is they've always fallen short. And while Cole has won the North American Championship. He lost it very quickly to Ricochet mm. and Undisputed Era, one of the longest reigning tag, uh, you know, champions in NXT mm-hmm. history, and that was really great. And they put on some really great matches while they were doing it, but it was the tag belts. And meanwhile, the rest of the group were doing yeah, not and it was much. kind of and it was kind of a time in NXT where they were waiting for that next crop of tag title mm-hmm. challenges anyway. So exactly. It was, you know, until the War Raiders came along, there wasn't anyone in NXT I was looking at going like, oh, they could have the belts. Oh, they yeah. could have the belts. Mm-hmm. Oh, they could have it. You know, Street Profits were the only ones floating around. And they're still, even in NXT's eyes, not main event picture. No. You know, not takeover card worthy no, act. Exactly. Yeah. And then, but then they had Lorcan and Birch and it's a great match, but they're not going to be winning the tag belts. Mm-hmm. And they had a thing with Mustache Mountain. And although Mustache Mountain won the belts, it wasn't like this long drawn out feud it wasn't i don't think it was seen as like a legitimate switch it was more of it was like just a, a blackpool a, moment man. yeah exactly it, it was, was just a, moment. a moment for blackpool <laughs> it was just a moment which then and then they won the tag title i think it was blackpool. back probably blackpool i think it was black um might be in the royal albert hall who knows hmm, one of the two one of the two yeah um but then they ju- they just won the tag belts back straight away it mm-hmm. was more of a storyline beat than it was like a legitimate switch and a changing of the guard mm-hmm. of the nxt tag titles so They've not really, as great as they are, they've not done much that, honestly. And I want to see them do a lot before they move up. So I, I want to see them hold all the titles. Like you said, mm-hmm. they need to be undisputed. It's in the name. They've got to do it. I agree. Well, let us know what you think in the comments, if you're watching. Uh, what do you think the Undisputed Era should be doing? We'll be going into the main show proper in a moment. But first, Randy Andy Datsun, what have you got? Hello. Hello. Uh, it was the Royal Albert Hall. Uh, it was Albert Hall. Yeah. That's good. Um, I, know, I really just wanted to do an accent. Was, <laughs> uh, just like to apologise to anyone who can't see our stream. YouTube is having a lot of problems today. I couldn't watch a few videos earlier on other channels. Awesome. Uh, so it is not just us, we promise. Um, so apologies to those people, but uh, I'm sure they'll fix it soon and the stream will be available later uh, for those yes. people. Come back and watch. Sure. Um, With faces this time. Yes, <laughs> we have some uh, super chats from Ooh. John Inoatso, possibly, uh, who's donated just to say, it's great to see Chopper here. Hey! So, um, Thank well you. done on giving that money there, Pete. Um, Start Recording, who's one of our uh, most frequent donators, says, which current WB stars... Uh, name would make the best pet name. <laughs> the best pet name. Kushida. Oh, little Kushi. Oh, little Kushida. <laughs> Kushi, Kushi, Kushi. Come on, that'd be great. Kushida. Kushida's a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, HC, sorry, HCP ass ass in uh, says, oh, I love Undisputed Era, but wouldn't have them collecting titles now uh, because that would stifle the fresher arrivals. I mean that is a fair point. I think yeah. you could probably we could probably do three months of just that and then get rid of them. But mm-hmm. I think it's just a case of 
maybe this isn't the time to do a breakup angle if they're probably going to go up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But they uh, NXT likes to keep the kind of a steady hand on the tiller, knocking around like it would be good to get rid of Baszler to a degree because she's capped that division. Mm. Uh, the North American title is a perfect one for all this new crop of talent to kind of take on and have a go at. Mm-hmm. And I think Johnny Gargano will probably be a fighting champion and defend on a near constant level. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the way they would go with him. I think they would make him quite an honorable champion and be like, well, I'll defend it multiple times. Yeah, so absolutely. There's, there's, there's an ability to have a high turnover of people going through that kind of thing. So yeah, for sure. There's stuff for people to do while the Undisputed Era sort of work away at maybe having a takeover match for all the belts. And then that's just, we just do one takeover. They have it Mm -hmm. all for one little bit of time and then they all go away. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, even if it's, you can have like one long reign in there, whether it be for the NXT or the tag titles or the North American, you can have one that reigns for a long time, possibly even after, you know, the rest of them lose the belts. Mm -hmm. But then you just have for one night or for one like cycle between takeovers, they're all the champions. Yeah, it just needs to be a moment. It's in a, time it's a to moment be like, where they hold undisputed. all the titles. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then they can start dropping and that's when them they after just that. Go, Bye. Yeah, and then they go right. We did our thing now. Here's all the titles. See you later. Off main roster. Here we come. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Uh, Jay Z says, "Laurie really enjoyed you this weekend." Brackets. Oof, that sounds so wrong. Close brackets. Oh. Chopper, congrats on your call up. It was a genuinely wonderful moment. Brackets. Your significant other's reaction was priceless. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Screamed. Um, she did just scream. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then Spencer O says, "Bird Raptor equals Skeksis from Dark Crystal." I have no idea what that means. It's the David Bowie film with all the oh, handsome yeah. puppets. Uh, I don't know yeah. which specific character it is, but I feel like it, it looks like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see it being part of it. Sure. It's like a gremliny type thing. It to is. Me, yeah. So. It's weird. It has weird. It's skin. rubbish. Is what it is. Yeah. It's rubbish. Terrible it nonsense. Terrible is what it is. Um. I've got Ant the Great saying, Pete, keep up the great work. You're awesome. Oh, you're awesome. <laughs> Question, would you ever play games with subs, Switch, PS4, etc.? Uh, and should they bring up... So that's one question. So will we play games with subscribers yeah. on Screen Stalker? Most right. likely at some point. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see why not. Yeah. I'm, I'm on me still. <laughs> So I'm getting used to this. Um, and uh, and <laughs> Andy's doing his own vision mixing <laughs> today. Bring up... And lo and behold, he's keeping it on himself. Uh, should they bring up no more than two NXT superstars after every big pay-per-view? Should they bring... So how many? Only two. Only two? After each big pay-per-view, though? Or was it I think, during... I think... There's an argument to be made. I don't think they should cap, like, have a hard limit on how many no. you do or whether you do they it shouldn't. after every big pay-per-view. The point should be, I think, that people should be allowed to turn up whenever it's kind of necessary for a little lift. Like, how mad did everyone go when uh, DIY appeared and Alistair Black and Ricochet came up, like, out from, you know, un- almost unannounced? Like, people yeah. were just like, oh, my lord, like, this is happening. This yep. is awesome. You should be able to do that with people from NXT mm-hmm. and from 205. And we'll get onto that in a bit because that's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, the, you should be able to have people rotating around. It's all the same company. Yeah, They should be able to appear where they're needed to get the relative, the relevant er- reaction, right? Yep. Like, say, exactly. Relevant yeah. erection. <laughs> Goodness. Um Yes. Uh, and Jobber JJ finally says, how long can you see Dream and Gargano being champion? 
Gargano, not very long, I don't think. I think he's probably got one takeover in him, and then that might be it. I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like he's destined for the main roster, as he's already been there, yeah. and had to come back because of a series of unfortunate events. Dream, I could see being champion for a little while, yeah. at least, because I think he's probably owed it as well. Like he, he did such good work putting over everybody else for the last couple of years mm-hmm. by just having amazing takeover matches with everyone. Maybe it's time for some people to put him over and in the process catch a little bit of the shine off him, you know? Yeah, uh, I I think I agree with you. I think, a bit of the spotlight, as he'd put it. I think Gargano will either drop it at the next takeover or retain for one and drop it at the subsequent one. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will go longer than that, depending who his challenges are, of course. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he should probably hold it for longer than that because Gargano was all about the chase of the title. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to gain much from maintaining the championship. Well, Johnny Champion is no longer the underdog. And exactly. I, I think yeah. he loses a lot of his groundswell of... Mm. So, I mean, it's probably, see how it plays out with Kofi as well, but it's a very yeah. similar deal to Kofi. Kofi, always, Kofi felt like the underdog and like he'd worked hard to deserve it. But mm-hmm. once you've got it, it yeah. kind of feels a bit like, it's a bit flat to carry yeah. on with it, isn't it? Exactly, like, yeah. It's all about the chase. Um, there's only going to be so many huge pops that Kofi's going to get for being champion. Yeah. Like That's going to start, I think, sooner than you think, tailing off now yeah. that people are going to be like, oh, he's champion. Okay, well, I'm kind of used to Kofi the champion now. Yeah, so maybe exactly. I won't go crazy when he comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah, Gargano, short term. Dream... I think a similar length. I don't think he's got too much left in him. Like, he, he beat Riddle via roll-up at TakeOver mm-hmm. New York. He survived. Um, he survived against Riddle. Um, Own his respect, but I think Riddle's... I think they've got bigger things planned for Riddle anyways, um, so that's not a huge deal. But, Shoes, eventually. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, but I think, again, depending who his challenges are and how it plays out, uh, I think he's probably got... Not that long. Maybe next takeover or before that. Excellent. That's what I reckon. Is that everything, Randy? Uh, that is everything for now. There are a couple more, but we will ask those later. Cool. So back to you Let- in the studio. Thank you. Fantabulous. Thank you, roving weather reporter Randy Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So this episode of NXT kicked off with a lovely little recap package mm. of what happened at TakeOver New York. Wasn't it a blinding show? Oh. Wasn't it? Oh. We then got the new title sequence, which features Slipknot. Uh, I think it's Slipknot. It's Slipknot. All yeah. Out Life. Yep, it is. So it's, it's aggressive, isn't it? Yeah, it is very aggressive. And it was, it was good after the first, like, 10, 15 seconds of mm. all the wrestlers being there and, like, Singing along to the music was a little, yeah. a little bit weird. After that, when they just started showing, you know, the normal opening package of wrestlers doing moves in time with the music, it was cool. It's aggressive, but cool. But it was just a bit weird. It's seeing not, them all not, kind of... it's not as good as the old thing, no, is it? It's at not. All? Like, I really like the new shots that they've done. I actually yes. really like the all the, the, the main cast in the, like, and actually... Technically, turned out that that was a spoiler for Takeover with Johnny <laughs> yeah. leading Johnny leading all of the people to the mm-hmm. ring, and like because that was used in the Adam Cole promo package mm-hmm. with Johnny leading all the, yeah. the NXT roster to the ring, uh, and yeah, turns out that was just a spoiler for the title yeah. sequence going yeah. forward. But I like all that stuff. That stuff looks great. Yeah. But the song, my god, <laughs> it's just. Um, and it's probably also because we watch it in the morning. Uh, yeah. Because it airs. <laughs> Obviously, it airs on the WWE Network quite late at night for us, so we get mm. up and watch it quite early in the morning. So at six o'clock this morning, <laughs> I was listening. The first thing I did was get out of bed and listen to Slipknot. And I was like, this is not my normal morning. Yeah, I'm not 13 anymore. I can't really handle that. So, yeah, my overall review is let's go back to the old one. It was yeah. much better. Let's go back to the very first NXT theme, which was Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria, and it was great. I loved it. We could just go back to the last one. It's fine. After that, we got Candice LeRae versus Aaliyah. Aaliyah. And Vanessa Bourne. Yeah. Is this, I don't know, but is this Aaliyah's first match on a, like, near a takeover, takeover adjacent? Uh, maybe. Probably. I haven't kept up with the uh, happenings of Aaliyah, I'll be honest. She's been there five years. A long time. She's had plenty of time to be involved on a takeover I mean, card. but she's been struggling to even be on NXT TV mm. for many of those years. Yes. So. Fortunately, they've run out of women now. So <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, they've called them all up. Yeah. Now there's no more four horsewomen. They're like, well, I guess Aaliyah's still here. So guess your time's now. Um, yeah, I think probably the largest crowd she's performed in front of in WWE mm. at the very least. I'm not sure of her history before that. I don't know if she has any history before that. But um, yeah, definitely the largest crowd that I've seen her perform in front of and I think she did alright this match was okay it was okay I thought, yeah it wasn't 
a particularly good. It wasn't a major showcase for either. No, uh, it wasn't really. It was mo- mostly about the sort of the beatdown and then Candice's springy comeback. Yeah, exactly. Who, is so small that she looks like she's in fast motion. <laughs> she moves like a mouse in my mind. I was yeah. watching it just like, and I was like, oh, God. She, she moves at sort of slightly different. That's great. Yeah, uh, but she's. I think Candice is great, and yeah, I think Candice equally could have a very similar career trajectory in NXT to Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Like she, she would be another perfect fit for that template of storyline of like someone is an ultimate underdog like we, we was me and luke were saying last week when we were discussing it saying who would be next for Shayna baszler top of my list was candice LeRae. yeah he was saying dakota kai but i feel like they op- they occupy a very similar space mm, in maybe. uh the mindset of the audience which is quite kind of like they're a cutesy presented character mm-hmm. who is the kind of archetypical underdog yes and i think Candice plays that very well. And here she actually looked pretty strong. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, she got a bit of a beat down and then she came out of it with like, she's got cool moves. She's she got does have cool interesting moves. stuff that she can do. Mm-hmm. I want to see her get pushed. And I don't know why she's yeah. been in NXT so long and just been left kind of on the sidelines. And been the side piece of the Gargano champ yeah. feud. It was a bit weird, but yeah, no, she was... Uh, I guess you don't was... want to overcomplicate things. No, of course. But... But it was just when someone's so talented, why yeah. would you just leave them on the sidelines? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure about that, but I think there there was a couple bits of this match that made me chuckle, mm. which was a bit weird when Aaliyah took down the ray with something I can't remember what, uh, but she climbed the turnbuckle and did a taunt to the crowd, and I'm pretty sure she she said wrestling cheer for me. It was like. <laughs> I mean, she wrestling? Went, this was the classic cheer for me. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. It, she, she was Same supposed as to get this mega ran at the G1 Supercard. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, scream she... if you like wrestling. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. She just said, wrestling, cheer for me. It's like, huh? But whatever, sure. Um, and then the end was interesting to me. So, Candice the Ray won with a lion salt, mm-hmm. which looked very cool. Looked awesome. Um, was it botched? Did they edit it? I think it was botched. I think yeah. she, I think she, because um, she barely clipped her mm. with the top of her head and yeah. her like arms up here, and so like my, uh, most of her body weight landed further back. Yeah. In the, so she, I think she just bashed her knee as she landed because she was then holding her knee for a bit on mm. the floor. Yeah. Took her a while to get up and actually celebrate, and then she was visibly sort of shaking it off. Yeah. And they didn't really do an angle with it. They just, you know, no, Vanessa Bourne sort of came in and just rolled Aaliyah out of the ring. <laughs> and then uh, they carried like, and then she got to celebrate in front of the crowd. But yeah, yeah, it it definitely felt like she was just genuinely getting a bit of pain out of mm. that joint and trying yeah. to work it over. So she was See, like the, fine again. The thing that I noticed, and I don't know if you did or not, uh, was the crowd reacted a bit weird mm. uh, to Larey coming in. As she jumped up for the lion soul, it seemed like the crowd were already reacting to something Ooh. and then they like cut camera angles and she did the lion salt and when she first jumped it seemed like she jumped at like a really awkward angle like she might have like fell off the ropes or uh, something so initially and they a, edited it out she did a proper botch yeah. and then she yeah I think they she they cut into another perfect lion salt yeah exactly why would you just use the been? second perfect lion I salt I don't know um, 
But I think that might have been editing. where she might have hurt her knee, maybe. Mm. I think she might have done like a little a little botch and then got back up and did it. And the crowd were like, ooh, at the first one, because yep. she botched it. And then they used that sound, but for the second, like, it was weird. It just, I, I might just be completely talking complete nonsense now, but that's what I heard when mm. I was watching. I was like, that seems a bit weird. Well, maybe is, they edited that. So there is talk of Candice going up to the main roster uh, she's one person that apparently there's been some interest in. Yeah. Uh, she was obviously in the Women's Battle Royal yes. at WrestleMania, as was Kyrie Sane, another person who's been sort of, people have been hovering around mm-hmm. for the idea. And the Women's on, Royal Rumble as well. Yeah, but more on that in a bit. Uh, the next we had a recap of Dream versus Riddle, which mm-hmm. was a wicked match. It was. Uh, we then got a backstage segment from Mania with Dream uh, doing a little promo package on his phone. This was so good. Uh, He's chatting away, and then he goes, oh, here's Buddy Murphy, who's walking backstage just after having lost the Cruiserweight Championship, you assume, to Tony Nese. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, here's a man who couldn't handle the spotlight <laughs> as Buddy walks up. Uh, and he sort of, Buddy Murphy throws up a peace sign and walks on. And yeah. he says, like, yeah, as he walks past, he says, here's a man who couldn't handle the spotlight. Buddy stops, and he's like, you what? <laughs> <laughs> and Dream is like... You couldn't handle the spotlight, could you? You couldn't. You just, you know, you just lost your title. And he's like, "Where's your title, mate? Where's your title?" <laughs> Buddy says some harsh words and wanders off. Yeah, and Dream so good. Yeah. Dream is amazing. Dream I love him says, so much. Yeah. Buddy says, "Oh no, Buddy says he stole the show." Yeah, he says, the "Oh, you want to see? You want to see a real show stealing? Go yeah. watch Takeover on Go the watch network. Takeover on the network. Go watch Dream versus Dream Riddle, versus Riddle. Check real it out. Spotlight. This so was." And I don't know if Buddy Murphy knew it, but this no. was it, this was to set up a match for next week mm-hmm. on NXT, which would be uh, Buddy Murphy coming along to NXT to take on Velveteen Dream for the North American title. Yes, please. Which I cannot wait for. Yeah, I think that would be class. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. And I think it's also going to be cool because it's a, uh, a homecoming for Buddy Murphy as well. Absolutely, like, yeah. Uh, I mean... I feel bad for Wesley Blake, who's got to watch him come back and get this like huge, get this huge pop, and yeah. Wesley Blake will come out where he's like, "Do unto others." Do and everyone unto goes, others. But nobody likes nobody you. Nobody likes you. Sons. Stop it. Uh, yeah. But they, I mean, that is a cool match, and this is exactly what I was saying about the fact that people should just be able to rotate around, especially yeah. in NXT, NXT UK, and 205. These smaller network-only brands, like you should be able to move the pieces around mm, because absolutely. you'll get reactions like that. I was like, yeah. I didn't think I'd see Dream versus Buddy Murphy. And Ooh. now I'm super excited to see it. I definitely want to. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we, we've had, uh, even on like house shows and random live events, we've had people come down from the main roster like Tyler Breeze and mm-hmm. Luke Harper and Bailey and Banks. And when they make these appearances, they get these massive reactions because they're yep. great. Let's just do that more often. Just so move Bailey and people Banks around. promised they'd come down for a title match and... They were lying. They didn't, because they couldn't lies. retain their titles. No, because Sasha Banks is involved. Yeah. Can't retain anything. No, she can't. She's awful. Um, so then we got War Raiders versus... <laughs> she's awful. Hard work. <laughs> we got War Raiders versus uh, Ricka Black. A recap of that match, which R&B. was another amazing match. It was. We then got to see the Kashi- got to see Kashida signing his contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, the long and the short of it was that William Regal is uh, very excited about this, and Triple H, I'm also very excited about I'm this. Also very and excited Kushida about was this. very excited too. He was. Uh, but I'm not going to do his accent. No, but uh, he, he actually <laughs> sounded all right, though. Like, you know, when they normally have some people come in, especially from, you know, places like Japan and stuff, who have a very different language. Sometimes there's a bit of language where they kind of, especially on their signing when they haven't learned English too much yet, they're just kind of a bit silent and just kind of sign the thing and smile and nod. Kashida was just speaking English, mm-hmm. like normal, which is a good sign because it means he can kind of talk, yeah. which is good. And that's one of the things that, you know, always holds back people 
It's one, of the reasons they don't, they, it's one of the reasons they don't like to push people on the main roster is exactly. because they can't do 20-minute promo can't, sections can't do 20 minute promos. where they set up a six-person tag match at the end of Raw. <laughs> uh, Kushida was great. <laughs> we then got Birch, uh, Danny Birch versus Jackson Riker. Danny mm. Birch had only Lorcan in his corner and Riker had the Forgotten Sons. Yes. Um, Lorcan's a face, yeah. despite being a heel in 205. Yes, yeah, I... Who knows? <laughs> Continuity. That's why they're hiring a continuity scriptwriter, <laughs> which you can see in the news today. Um, so this was okay. Like I thought, this started this started off really well because Danny mm-hmm. Birch was in control, and yep. he came to this with serious fire. He it was did. like drop kicks and head butts and uppercuts, and yep. oh, he was really fired up. And then the, he did this inziguri that uh, Riker just swatted out <laughs> of the air, which I've. It wasn't like a block. It was literally just a like no. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was this is, as he came up. It was like nope. a it was like a street fighter parry. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, I've got you there. Yeah. And then from that point forward, it still seemed like it was going to be a really strong match because Riker was hitting him with everything he had mm-hmm. quickly. Yes. And then it turned into a classic Jackson Riker Forgotten Sons Baron Corbin match <laughs> of slowly dominating through power. Yeah. Which I don't mind. I just want to see it done a bit more with a bit of pace. Like, yeah, exactly. You, I don't know why you would start with this crazy. Like, I know you're gonna. We're gonna do a comeback at some point, mm-hmm. and yeah, everyone will get into that. But why can't the beatdown be methodical and quick? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. know why the methodical aspect of it has to take away all of the pace. And I, I get know. that that is partly to build, like that's a heat building mechanic, right? Like, you slow the pace down and you stop giving the fans what they want, so they get annoyed. Yes. But it doesn't do anything for Jackson Riker because no. it doesn't make him look clever. Like, no, exactly. He's not pinning him. He's not doing anything particularly damaging. He's just sort of chucking him around a bit. Just waiting. And then standing there while he... like, If he's lying on the floor and you're not pinning him and you're thinking about what you're doing next... Dude's recovering. Exactly, like, yeah. So do more things. Do more stuff <laughs> until he's dead, like until you can pin him. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, And then... So the Suns came in to distract... Uh, mm-hmm. Lorcan wipes them out with this crazy oh, dive. It was it wasn't, a great dive. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like a top rope tope. It, no, wasn't, a it wasn't a suicide dive, dive through the ropes. It was a suicide dive just over the top rope. It was like <laughs> Roman Reigns' one. Yeah. But I think... I think it was sideways. Cutler was or... I think Cutler was on the apron. Yeah. One of them was on yeah, the apron. Yeah, it was on the apron. And That's he just right. jumped into him. Yeah. And then they, they both fell off onto the other one. Yeah. Was, what an amazing... Yeah. It was so good. Just the oh, Forgotten Sons interfering again. Oh, my God, Lorcan, what? Yeah. It was literally out of completely nowhere. The camera work was great because you just saw Forgotten Sons interfering and you did not see Lorcan coming out of nowhere. And you just saw him <laughs> across the side. It was great. Great spot. So then it all ends with uh, Riker hitting the Widowmaker, mm-hmm. as it's now known. He's an um, Overwatch fan. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh <laughs> And yeah, so it's like a power bomby. It's a choke slam power bomb. Doodad, yeah. I was I trying want, to remember a Widowmaker say... quote from Overwatch. That's why. Yeah. Uh, no one can hide from my sight. That That's a it. line. That was it. Ah. I'm in French. Overwatch um, quotes. But yeah, I. It just sort of came out of nowhere, and I feel like this. Yeah. Again, this match was just the Forgotten Sons killing the mood. They're just vibe killers. Like, they were like, <laughs> yeah. the other tag team does something and they were just like, no, 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 this isn't. And I don't, it doesn't like, there was one match, like this, the semi final match with, oh no, the, the final match with uh, Ricochet, Ricochet and Alistair Black, Black yeah. that they had in the Dusty Classic, really made me think 
oh, these guys are actually really good. Mm -hmm. And then everything they've done since has made me go back to my original way of thinking, yeah. which was, oh, maybe they're not. Like yeah. Maybe only if they're in there with standout talent who are structuring a match for them, potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like then it's, then it's this crazy thing. Because like, they just killed whatever Lorcan and Birch were doing here. Yeah. And I know that Danny Birch is very good at like match like ring psychology. Mm -hmm. Like he's one sure. of the, he does a lot he's of the great. training down yeah. in uh, NXT. But this just felt like too. It was boring. It was when, really boring when Riker was involved. And the thing is, I couldn't tell you what Riker did other than like the Inziguri that he swatted down and his finisher. Couldn't tell you what was in between them. Mm. Nothing was outstanding. It was just boring. There was it no was like prowling cool moves. is what he did. It's... It was just hitting him and just. Mm. There was nothing interesting about it. And you can have a dominant performance and look cool while doing it. You can be like, hit these big moves, hit these crazy moves that make the crowd go, oh my God, this guy is killing this guy. That's crazy. Mm. But it was just boring because he was just hitting. Just, uh, oh no, he's beaten down. Uh, yeah. He's beaten down again. It's just, it was but same, if this same is, thing. If this is what it's going to come to with Jackson Riker, just have him squash people and have him do yeah. it really quickly because exactly. I don't mind him being the muscle of the group. And like you know, good. backing up those guys because he's like he's got the intensity yeah down yeah and he's got a good look but as when well. he's but when then when he goes into the ring and he's sort of mooching around thinking about what he's doing that doesn't seem very intense it seems no. almost anti his character yeah exactly so for after that uh, disappointing match we got Baszler a match recap of Baszler uh, in the four way yep from TakeOver New York, mm -hmm. another great match. We then saw Shayna backstage post-match with the clone of Renee Young that they've hired for NXT. <laughs> uh, and she said that she defied the odds. It doesn't matter how many girls you've put in front of me, I will take them all out. Yep. It was then announced after NXT that uh, Kyrie Sane will get a rematch for the NXT Women's Championship mm -hmm. with Shayna Baszler. This was a clip that was put out on WWE.com, I believe. Uh, Baszler's called into William Regal's office. She says, what do you mean Kyrie's getting another shot? And he's <laughs> like, well, I've just uh, done that there. And then she, she says, okay, I'll give her the shot. But she never gets another shot again. Yeah. So, sounds like Kyrie saying go bye-bye. Yeah, <laughs> is pretty my, much. Yeah, yeah, my big review. Of I would be very surprised if Kyrie won, even by DQ. Mm -hmm. I think Baszler is definitely winning this one. And I think the Sky Pirates are going to SmackDown. That's what I think. We'll see if that comes to fruition. We mm. then got Walter versus Pete Dunn recap. That was good. There was a backstage segment of Dunn uh, coming out of the curtain looking pissed. <laughs> he was quite uh, angry. And he was like, Pete, you just lost your title, which you would, I would never do to Pete. Wander up to 30 seconds after a match would be like, so you lost your title, man. Like, first thing you say. Yeah. <laughs> not you held great, it for two years. Not great match, not brilliant reign. No, Well exactly. done, Pete. So you lost your title. <laughs> Pete just looks at him and says, there will be a rematch, and then walks off. Woo! That's good. I didn't think there would be, but yay, I guess. Good no, brusqueness. Another one of them, uh, sure. I don't. I wouldn't mind another match of that, but no. I, I think the same outcome should be applied. Absolutely. I think water should be retaining. Water should be retaining, for sure. Um, and then we got Gargano versus Cole recap, then that 
backstage segment with the Undisputed Era we've already talked about. And that was a full video package for Gargano and Cole, because before it was the voiceovers of Percy or Nigel mm. or Mauro and a few clips from the match. But this was a full, like, hype package for Gargano and Cole, because it's the main event, and it was super special and amazing moment. So they gave it the full works. Yeah, it made the opening two falls look a lot better than they were, <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't know whether I was just tired because we've been up all night it watching it, fine. basically. But yeah, the first two falls were quite slow in the match, and this yeah. made them look snappy. But maybe if you just yeah. take out some of the pacing, it... It was it, fine. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. then got the uh, main event of this show, which was the Street Profits versus Eichner and Bartel, the European Union. This was a lot of fun. This was great. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. This was This was why the Street Profits should be on the main card. <laughs> uh, they came out and... Just looked like they were having a great time. So like, much fun. They were doing yeah. a little, they did their normal entrance and then there was a bit where Angelo Dawkins was just swinging punches at Montez Ford and he was just dancing along, which was great. It was great. He's yeah. so charismatic. It's unbelievable. I know. And they could, and there was, I think the feeling that they were having fun out here really came through because there was a point where NXT chance started early on in the match mm-hmm. and Montez Ford just broke into this beaming grin yeah. of just like I can't believe I'm here can't believe this is happening yeah. this is so much fun and obviously they've done takeover but like takeover pre-show before yeah, like, yeah. this was really really good mm-hmm. they are one of my favourite teams in WWE they are so like Ford specifically is so athletic he is yeah. it is insane yep like um, I think Mauro Ronaldo said in the commentary, it's like he's got the the highest vertical leap of anyone <laughs> in NXT. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. No S, Sherlock. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, <laughs> he's so good. Um, yeah, he's great. But this was also a bit of a clinic from the European Union, who mm. were, you know, it started off all fun and games from the Street Profits side of things, and then the European Union took over and really. Turn it up, a, turn yep. it up a notch. It, they was, it had wasn't some crazy moves. They did. It wasn't fun and games for them. They weren't having fun. We had fun though because we were watching them. Mm. It was amazing. They did so many, so many amazing things. Uh, there Bar- was a tree of woe was... double basement drop kick there was. spot that I really liked. Where I think Bartel was on the outside and he does mm-hmm. the the Roman Reigns drive by. Yeah. And Eichner was in the ring and did the basement drop kick. Mm-hmm. That is a cool double team it was move. Very good. Uh, yeah. Then. Eichner hit his uh, Eichner hit a brainbuster. Bartel yep. hits a suicide dive yep. to the other street profit was on the outside. Weird because he went diagonally out of the ring. It wasn't oh, like yeah, he went a, out dum. towards the ooh, hit the mic. It wasn't like he went out towards the ramp or like towards the commentary or something. It went out towards the steps. It was mm. like, careful, mate! You're right next to the steps. That could hurt. Nice. He doesn't care. Those he's, things are very he's solid. He's too efficient. He knows what. Yeah, he's I know. To. He's great. And then Eichner hits his like the king of his spots, oh, which was the springboard moonsault that he does. So it is so good. It's amazing. It is an absolute... I know this is a, a was WWE... He the was it the Cruiserweight yeah, Classic? Cruiserweight he Classic was in, in the first one. That, yeah. Yeah. It was, I know that's a, this is a, a WWE commentary term, and I don't like to quote it too much, but it really is a thing of beauty mm. seeing that. It is amazing to watch. That springboard moonsault is... Yeah. And it gets so much height on it as well. Oh, it's just, it's great. So this felt Love like, a, and this felt, this match kind of felt like another sort of situation in which the Street Profits kind of survived the barrage because mm. the European Union was setting up for what I assume is their finish, which is Eichner holds them in a powerbomb uh-huh. and Bartel goes to hit a European uppercut off the top. Yes. But as they went to do that, Ford drops 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, dodging the uppercut. So Bartel splats down on the floor. Yeah. He then brings himself back up mm-hmm. into the power bomb, leaving Dawkins open to hit a running spear. Yep. And just clattering that whole thing over. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. He lifted him up for like a like an elevated one, like a last ray kind of thing. Yeah. And as he popped him up, that's when Dawkins comes in and spears him from underneath, which was just it was just perfect timing. It yep. was great. And then was they great then, they went then went back to their corner. Uh, Montez Ford did an up and over spot in the mid in the corner. Dawkins tags himself in as that happens, and Ford yeah. lands on the outside and <laughs> yeah. begins climbing the turnbuckle. Yeah. So Dawkins can set up the the electric chair yeah. for their blockbuster finish, uh-huh. and they get the win. Yeah, it was great. A, that was a great match. Like yeah. that was like that felt like what the warm up stuff for Takeover should have been, not yeah. Aaliyah and <laughs> the Forgotten Sons. This really felt like the, if I was going to put on a show, and I was mm-hmm. like, I want people to get hype. But not too hype yeah. for this five these five matches of pure awesomeness that are mm-hmm. about to come. That's what I would have put on, yeah. like to warm up before Alistair Black and Ricochet and the Warriors Absolutely. tear the house down. And I mean, admittedly, that was the quote unquote main event of this show, mm. which then would would have been the last match before Black and Ricochet came up for the main show, which left the crowd on a very high note, which left them very excited for Black and Ricochet. So it was a good choice to have it on last, mm-hmm. but just have more of those, yeah. more fun things. Have just clone Street Profits and make them can't do other matches as well. <laughs> That's it. We need more Street Profits. <laughs> Randy, what's going on in the comments? Because that is the show from NXT. That is the yes. show. Yes. Um, well, someone called Lu- Luke Lo- Lukewin? Luke Owen has said... No idea who that is. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's jumped in and said that uh, he, he thinks that Luke, who normally does this, is a really good presenter and that the stream is missing him, but... I don't, I don't think so. Nah. Um, and someone asked me to read as soothingly as possible uh, for whatever reason. Uh, so I will try. Um, Elongating what my is words. The question? Um, HCP Assassin again says Undisputed takeover, possible future idea for NXT if they get a feba- fe- female, a female stablemate, which is twinned with another, with another question from earlier, which was, what if they all turn on Adam Cole? Yeah, I think I think uh, kicking Adam Cole out of the Undisputed era could be a cool thing to do. I think be. like I think use the blueprint of the Bullet Club takeovers mm-hmm. that they've had, like when the leader gets. When you, you kill the king, yeah, and you bring a new king in, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing that with Adam Cole because then no. he's free to go up to the main roster and sort of, yeah, and I mean, make good on all of his overness, yeah. And I mean, he, he's a very good single star, mm. no doubt. Um, I just, is, I just, I just worry... think he is better with the group, around exactly. Him, yeah, right? yeah. That, that's the thing that I was saying earlier. It would be great to see him as a single star, I would worry about the direction of Undisputed Era without him. Well, all of his best stuff on the indies was in groups like it was yeah. Bullet Club or Kingdom or stuff like that you know mm-hmm. like Adam Cole thrives in an environment where he can be the sniveling sneaky heel that he's so good at being absolutely yeah he, he's so fundamentally good when he's backed up by like he's obviously a great single star and has proven it multiple times on NXT where he has all these matches where he comes in and it's just like no no just me today not yeah. really. you guys <laughs> yeah. stay in the back it's yeah. just me but then having the extra backup makes his cockiness even more brilliant because yes. you always read that extra layer into it. Even the matches where he's come out and he's won them on his own, you're like, but you knew you had three mates there. Yeah, if it was going exactly, really badly, yeah. you knew you had three mates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd worry about Era if he did leave, but it could happen. It could work if they did it right. Turn out. Uh, 
That's not me. That's someone no, else. Yeah, no, that was me. Oh, sorry. Blake Carpenter asks, SummerSlam 2019, the craftsman Blake Carpenter versus El Fakador Laurie Blake. Name versus name match. Book it. Can't win my name. It's my name. I wouldn't have a match at SummerSlam. I'm retired from wrestling. After, the, <laughs> after that one after match. After that one match with Oliver. <laughs> Uh, Jay-Z says... Why are you talking in a lower octave? Because Stop someone it. told me to speak more soothingly. Uh, if you could bring up one NXT superstar and make them a heel, who would it be? Other than the Undisputed Era. Well, they're already heels, so I'm assuming if we call up a face and turn them heel. Because the turn I up, guess. If dream. We... Fully heel dream. Like, I mean, he was... Yeah, he, he, had, he, had, like, he smacked at that... In when he first started the yeah. the ego and stuff, and then he was so charismatic, he won everyone over. Mm-hmm. I would like to see the challenge with Dream would be: can he lose how over he is? Yeah, that's true, and make people believe that he's actually a bad guy. I can't think of anyone else. Yeah, Dream's good. <laughs> like Literally. Riddle would be another great one. Yeah, I'd like to see like a, a proper work. like you know, let's drop the whole bro. Like let's let, let's see a serious Riddle come out and I actually love just serious be like, Riddle because he's very he's good. So at, good. He's good at flip flopping back between them and like it's part of <laughs> his flip flop. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. good at flip flops and flip flopping <laughs> back to his like broish mm-hmm. outside the ring character and his in ring. I'm doing some serious work here. In so ring, I, but MMA, I would love I to see you. him just coming out and be like, I will kill you from the off. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Luke's having a lot of fun in the comments. Uh, Jobber.jj. Take a day off. 496. <laughs> yeah. uh, take a knee, Luke. Take a knee. Jobber.jj496 says, What next for Bel Air? She has passed and tapped out to Baszler. Who can Paige Manny <laughs> manage to go against the Iconics? Rumor of an NXT team? What? <laughs> so, the, one of the big. One of the big. Yeah, I don't know if you're. I don't know if. Andy's taking out the punctuation. I'm reading it exactly yeah, as it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, so one of the big one of the big rumors from NXT going up and being Paige's team is the Sky Pirates. Yes. And it seems like the Sane versus uh, Shayna Baszler match is setting that up too, with the idea yes. that if if Sane loses, then she can't challenge for the title again, which kind of means. You're capped off in NXT. There's yeah. no more for you to you do. You can't, can't really do anything else because it's yeah. just the one title you can already go so for. So that seems like then those two could potentially just yeah. go up and, and work together on the main roster. But I, 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 I like also that. don't necessarily think Io Shirai is done in NXT. No, like she's got that's more the to thing. Because yeah. if we move, move Sane and Shirai, Baszler's got to be coming towards the end of her tenure in NXT, you would one, imagine. One would think. Uh, Bianca Belair, like you said, is... What what can she do now? Like she's she's tapped to she's been knocked out and she's tapped to challenge again. She can challenge again and it'd be third time lucky. But at some point, you know, she's even she's going to start thinking she is dirt feet Ted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she has been a few times now. Exactly. So who's next? Like Candice, like who's currently in that award-winning feud with Aaliyah? In the process of trying to get to Vanessa Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. Yeah. The women's division, if Sane and Shirai leave, does feel a little sparse. It does. Yeah. But it has got an influx of talent coming in in the form of like Lacey Lane and Chelsea Green when they eventually all show up. So mm, it's true. You know, it's kind of, it, it 
after the post superstar shakeup, we could be seeing a very different NXT. It's true. I just hope they don't get gutted too much from the superstar shakeup because, like you said, there's mm. not many people left, and if they all go up. Whew, they're gonna have to rebuild some stars real quick. Yeah, well, that's but, probably that's probably why Baszler is keeping the belt, just as like mm. she can just be this over guy, this like overseeing presence, and in the process make stars out of Duke and Shafir. Yeah, that would be good. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Last question, and then I'll sign off. Uh, Start recording says, would you say Elias is the low key most successful NXT call up since Reigns and Rollins in terms of pure popularity? Ooh, that's a really good question. In terms of pure popularity, yes. Yeah, I'd say so. Elias is very over. Elias has tapped into that thing. He, quite smartly, I think, found something that a TV show needs and not a wrestling program needs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, good point. In NXT, he wasn't much to write home about. The Ooh. Drifter character was naff. Yeah. Uh, his matches were a bit lackluster. The only good thing about Elias in NXT was the original set of promo packages when it was like he was mm. on his way and it was like all dusty and yeah. like had atmosphere. It was cool. And then when he found the sort of the, the the songs and the takedowns and all that stuff on the main roster, he cemented his position as having that ability to be on any show mm. because realistically, Raw or SmackDown or WrestleMania are variety shows. Like they're they're built around wrestling. But what WWE is always trying to do is give you segments and things that are different. So that's why Fashion Police found their own bit with, mm, you know, the fashion files. True. Elias sings, Moment of Bliss, Miz TV, all of these little bits that people do outside of the wrestling to pad three hours out, basically, <laughs> yeah. on Raw. Like if you can find something like that, you're always gonna get over in the same way that um the new day did i think with their like because their entrance has that oh wherever you are they have themselves in the position where wwe will always fall on them to be like can you open this show yeah can you do enzo and cass had it before they went off yeah, the rails true. like you know they that same thing enzo and cass were coming out at the beginning of pay-per-views or on raw and smackdown to warm the crowd up like yeah these bits if you can find those bits then you will always have a place in WWE, even mm. if your wrestling's not fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean, his wrestling's fine. He's got a lot better, I, I, yeah. I think. He's got a good knee lift. Mm. That's something. And his finishes he's are got a, He's got a good look. Okay. Like, yes, yeah, does I, have a very good look. I really like him as a character, but I yes. just, he's better when he's doing music and being interrupted. Yeah. And that is, you know, that's the, I think the sad truth of it is that, yeah, that, that really, that's, you know, the R truth of it is that... Yeah. Sometimes they just want you to sing and dance. Yeah, unfortunately. But mm. I, yeah, I think Elias is the low-key best NXT call, especially in recent times. I wouldn't count Drew McIntyre because he was already main roster before he was NXT. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't count as NXT call-up. Go ahead. Uh, Luke Owen has slid into my DMs to say, oh boy. what about Becky Lynch? I mean, Becky Lynch is a good shout. <laughs> very good shout. Um, I was thinking it they took her a long time, though. I think, like, and I think... I think She's. It's taken her a long time to pay off on that, and almost to the point where you've forgotten she was from NXT. I yeah, think like I think she'd yeah. been on the main roster so long that people had forgotten her past glories and whether she deserved. Like people were just going, she deserves stuff. Like mm, I don't know. True. I feel like she's. I feel like the man Becky Lynch has been made on the, the main, main roster. roster. Yeah, 
and not like in a sort of immediate aftermath of coming out of NXT. Elias turned it around pretty quickly after coming out of NXT. He did yeah. like four walk-on spots and then suddenly was doing the music thing and he was yeah. pretty over. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, I really can't think of anyone else in the, especially not recently, that has come in and had the impact no. that Elias has. Apart from Becky. Yeah, apart from Becky. Becky was a good shout. Becky was a very good shout. And that's all from me. Uh, so to the people asking, no, Pete's chair has not been lowered. He is that short. Um, <laughs> and also, again, sorry for anyone who has not been able to see the video. Uh, it really isn't our fault. Uh, YouTube are having quite a few problems today. Uh, if you go on Twitter, you'll see that. Um, and that's it. So, but yes, the video will be up later uh, for anyone who can't see it now. Um, so you can watch it then. Tell me about WrestleTalk.com, Andy. Oh, yeah. Uh, WrestleTalk.com is <laughs> a source <laughs> for news. Uh, it's been around for just over a year now, um, and it's growing and growing and growing. Uh, it's me and a bunch of other guys um, doing it every day, weekends, days, covering shows, covering all the news, doing fun lists and things like that. So check it out, WrestleTalk.com, uh, and uh, all the videos go up there as well. Um, and we've got some plans to do some cool kind of merging uh, the YouTube and the site coming up in the near future. So that's that. Thank you very cool. much. Cool. Randy Andy Datsun. Also, I have a very small torso. My legs are the most of my height, so you can't see that from here. He's lying. Let's not devolve not. into this, gentlemen, because that is all <laughs> we have time for. Thank you so much for watching if you're watching live. Thank you for leaving comments. Thank you for your super chats. And if you're watching post the live stream, thank you also for watching. And you can also click all these lovely videos that have appeared down here to watch more awesome WrestleTalk content. Click a little button that will probably be around here to subscribe to the channel. I've been El Fakador Laurie Blake. This has been Chopper Pete. Over there is a Randy Andy Datsun. And that was NXT Rambling. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.